2: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
3: Hakan Çalhanoğlu is one of the best Turkish footballers of his generation. He grew up in the west of Germany in the city of Mannheim, and he broke through as a gifted midfielder and an insane free-kick taker in the Bundesliga. Last summer he made a controversial move from AC Milan where he spent four successful years to their rivals Inter Milan. This episode of our podcast is dedicated to Hakan Çalhanoglu and his background. What role do his Turkish roots play in his life? How did he break through in Germany? And what's his life like now in Milan? I got some help from a great colleague of mine to tell you this story. My name is Sam van and welcome to the Home of Football. Let's go. All right, so I'm not going to do this podcast on my own. Got a little bit of help this time from Meta, one of the main hosts of 433 on Instagram. He's sitting right next to me now in the headquarters of 433. Meta, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for uh, working on this podcast with
1: me. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm uh, always happy to help. You know that. So (laughs) no problem.
3: So so you and Hakan right your your friends uh, how did you meet and how did your friendship develop
1: Yeah with Hakan uh, we're good friends and uh, how we met was like before actually uh, way before 43 but it's uh, of course after 43 uh we became even more closer and that's the that's the thing we have with turkish people you know like we support each other like so mm. And uh, especially if you're outside of Turkey, uh, it's more like uh, we really uh, take care of each other. So that's how uh, not only with Hakan, with other players who are also playing in Turkey and outside Turkey, I have a good relationship. And Hakan is like one of the special ones. And uh, yeah, after uh we're doing some things for four three we start to talk and then uh yeah it became uh, even better every day so now i can say that we're good friends
3: yeah how would you describe his
1: character yeah he's such a nice guy uh like modest most of all uh like i'm not sure if i was uh, a player at his level i think i would be more cocky <laughs> and uh yeah so uh he's like so I've been to their house in Milan uh, a while ago, so they were really hospital and, like, so caring. Like And also, like, I can see that he is also emotional, like every Turkish people. <laughs> and, yeah, he's such a, like, I would say, like, uh, like, if you're, like, to put it short, Hakan is such a nice guy.
3: You got to spend a day with Hakan in uh, Milan recently. And uh, what did you guys do?
1: Oh, my God, like, it's... It was a bit hectic, like first we went to the, uh, with our team Fischal and uh, Pascal and Jim uh, we went to, to to the facilities of Inter and there uh, we met with Hakan, of course, and also we did something with Latara and Tuku as well, but the day was for Hakan and then they were training, so in the facilities actually we couldn't do much because he was there having a breakfast and then we had an interview and then we had an idea to do something fun in the video. And like, we we wanted to, uh, first of all, first idea was to go do go-kart. <laughs> but the entire was like, guys, come on, like that's a bit dangerous, no? And then, yeah, we had to come up with an idea to make the video f- uh, fun. And then uh, we came up with the idea of paintball. And then we called the paint, like it was so like, we had to come up with an idea because like, <laughs> Otherwise, it was gonna be a okay the video uh, video is still interesting, but like we have to have a twist like fun twist, you know, yeah, and then so okay, what can we do what can we do paintball idea we had, and then we called the paintball uh place and then yeah. Italians, like, they're so nice, but their English is not the best, you know? Yeah. And also the connection wasn't good. Like, I was saying something. The guy was saying something. <laughs> and we couldn't understand. He was like, in the end, it's like, okay, it's not possible. I'm fully booked. Uh. And then we're like, okay, what, what are we going to do? And then Pascal had this idea. Okay, let's drive there and let's see if they're really booked. And then we drove there. And then uh, there right? they were nobody. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then these guys came to us like, why, "Why are you here?" And then we were like, one of them recognized us, and then all forty three, etc." And then they kind of made it for us, and then we were like, "Okay, we're, we're also we're also gonna mention you, mention about uh, about you in the video," and then, uh then you can. Then it was an incentive for them as well, and then we waited there for Hakan and we waited like two hours because he had to go to the airport and then come and there was a lot of traffic yeah. and then and then two, three hours there was nobody not even one person like they told us that they're fully booked <laughs> but there was nothing and then uh, Hakan came uh, and then we had such a good time
3: Mette and Hakan had a lot of fun in Milan there was also an opportunity for them to sit down and have a nice conversation an interview So, before Meta traveled to Milan, I gave him a list with a bunch of questions to ask Hakan for the podcast. When they sat down for the interview, they started at the beginning, Hakan's childhood in Germany.
1: How are you bro?
4: Good man, thanks. You?
1: Good man. Good. So, I have some questions for you. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. So, you're from Mannheim, and uh, what was your childhood in Mannheim like? Uh, in what kind of environment did you grow up?
4: I was a small kid with big dreams. I even don't like too much go to the school, but I have to. My 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 father was always strong against me, and I uh, was loving uh, playing football. Every time, uh, every time when I have the time to play football, I search for that, and uh, I was playing with the big big guys that are bigger than me. And uh, but of course. On the other side, I was going to the school. I I did everything good, and uh, my big my big dreams uh, until the end was that what I wanted. So I am here where I am. I am very proud of me and of my parents. They are every time behind myself, and they pushed me a lot to become to became Hakan Chalhanudo. So.
1: Your parents, Hussein and Naime, right? How how were they like when you were a kid?
4: My father was always behind me. He bring me everywhere, uh, all the tournaments, all the clubs where I go. He was behind me, so that was the big reason. Uh, that's why I say every time I'm very thankful to my uh, to my parents and my family. My mom was uh, more more light, like my son, you know have to be calm, have to go to school. So, so she cooked every day for me. She was always behind myself. And my father was the one who was every day strong. And uh, sometimes, he was also my coach before. And I was always crying when I lose. And he said always to me, yeah, because of you. And if you don't play good, the team is losing. It was like this, you know, it was funny. Uh, I missed the time because uh, when I Look at back, and uh, I always recognize what happened. But um, I'm happy, and I think my, my parents are also proud of me uh, for sure. My dad, that I'm here because of him.
1: And you have a brother, yeah. Mohammed, and can you describe him a bit as
4: well? My brother is my everything. He's, he was playing also before. We start together, and then. Um, uh, at this time, I do the step uh, better than him because uh, he was one year younger than me and um, he got injured on his knee, both sides. then uh, he tried he played every time, but until the end he he couldn't play because he had too much pain. then he get kilo and then he stopped football. but now we had uh, we have a football school in Germany, so he works there. With the child and he uh, with the kids and he 's happy and i 'm happy also for him because even he is always uh, behind my behind me, and we speak every time about football because he knows football, so we can I have to talk with somebody and he's the one and um, yeah, this is the story of my brother he was good also big talent, but um, he get too too big injured then he have to stop because sometimes in the in in your world, it's not uh, working like that that you want. So he decided to work, and uh, I go on my way.
1: I had the same. If I wasn't injured, I would
4: be <laughs> playing for Barcelona.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I understand. And I saw his free kick goal once uh, against thousands. Yeah, yeah, it was a good free kick. one. Yeah, yeah. Free kick as no, as we all.
4: have the we have the same shoot style. So yeah. he was also good with big talents, but until the end, um, yeah. he could.
3: So, Hakan grew up in Mannheim, in a good family, with his parents and brother. But even though he was born and raised in Germany, Hakan always felt a massive connection with Turkey, the country where the families of his parents came from. So, when it was time for young Hakan to decide for which country he wanted to play on an international level, he chose Turkey.
4: It was different because I was born in Germany, not in Turkey. My father, he came from Turkey, my mom, she born also in Germany was different because in Turkey they say, uh, they, they, they saw us uh, like a German Turkish guy uh, then I have to choose one national team like Germany or Turkish and I, I had always in my mind that I want to play for my national uh, team Turkey and uh, I am very proud that I decided like this because um, before they said every time if you play in Germany you can go easier to in a big club, like, I don't know, for example, Inter or Barcelona or something like this. But then I went to, I went to Turkey and I try everything there. I was playing for Europe two times now. And with the Turkish national team, I'm an Inter. So it means that if you believe in yourself, uh, in this team, you can reach everything.
1: Uh, do you remember the first time you visited Turkey? And how did it feel when you first went to Turkey?
4: Yeah, I was in Bayburt. it was uh, close to Trabzon. Where you're from? Yeah, where I'm from and uh, it was nice, it was cool. It was not the city, it was a, um, uh, how do you say? Village? Village, yeah, it was a village, but it was different to see, to see how my grandmom, grandfather and everybody moving there, the, 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 the people, how they work. Uh, because there you don't have too much money, so they have to work on the village and everything. And I like it so much. And uh, after this time, I saw the people how they work, and every time when I have the time, I was uh, going there because I like it too much. You know, with the with the animals and everything, horse like that. I like it so. That was inspiring me, you know, to go there and stay with my family.
1: You like the nature there as well. Yeah, the
4: nature yeah. and everything I liked so much.
1: And uh, when was the first time you visited Istanbul? Were you were you fascinated when you visited? Because I know it's one of your favorite
4: cities. Yeah, I liked too much. I'm living there. I have a house there. When I went to the national team, I was I think it was I was 16 the first time. I said wow because I was flying young young guy with 17 16 years. I said, wow, what a city. And I was in love because it's a beautiful city, beautiful country as well. And um, too much people. The only thing what I don't like is the traffic. Yeah, too crowded. Eh? <laughs> too crowded. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is so nice, really. Nice, nice city and, and I love it. And uh, like you said, you chose Turkey as a teenager.
1: How was it uh, as a teenager to already make that decision? I think you didn't wait for too long to make the decision. And how was it as a teenager to represent your country?
4: Yeah, it was one day we were at home all together, my parents, me, my, my brother. And the day came, of course, to decide. I said, look, I can play for Germany or for Turkey. And I asked everybody because I, I want to know what they feel. And everybody says that it's better to play Turkey for your nation, for, for your national team, for your country, and uh, then I decide also with them the same, and because I love my country, I want to play for them, and I am a Turkish guy, so if I play for my nation, I'm also proud for that, so it was, it was easy to, to choose because we decided already before.
1: And uh, in 2013, uh, at the Under-20 World Cup in Turkey, you scored an amazing goal against Australia yeah. in Trabzon, which is really close to where you're from. Yeah. How did that feel like?
4: Yeah, it was nice feeling because my grandfather, my uncle, everybody was coming to the stadium. So I say, yeah, come on, now I have to score. And it was an important game as well. Uh, we win the game, then after we play against French, then we lose the game. But in this day, I, I scored a good goal and it was nice. It's a good memory.
1: And you made your debut for Turkey against Andorra, under Fatih Terim. And how was that feeling to just like, just go out on the pitch for a national team?
4: You have to imagine one guy from Germany, but German-Turkish guy is coming to Turkey. I can, I can remember the situation. I was in the hotel and I saw Emre, Belazolo, all the big players like Volkan Demirel, Arda Turan. And me, I was 17, I was like shy, you know, right, left, and my Turkish was not so good, so I was a little bit shy, but um, they give me a big hug. Even the coach, when I see for the first time, I say, wow, <laughs> what, a <charisma. laughs> what, a, what a coach, you know, <laughs> with the uh, big charisma and everything. But then uh, they are all very kind, and they give me a big hug, so I feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm. When I was there and I did my debut, it was nice, good feeling. Then after the game, really I relaxed a lot because uh, then I say, okay, now I'll play for Turkey.
3: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor-guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
3: In the meantime, Hakan was making a name for himself in Germany. He broke through at Karlsruhe and then made a nice transfer to HSV. That's where he made his debut in the Bundesliga. Hakan made a name for himself as a gifted midfielder and a phenomenal free kick taker. Especially one free kick he took against Russia Dortmund went viral. Haasvoud got a free kick 41 meters away from the goal. Hakan grabbed the ball and took his shot.
2: Jurgen Klopp, but what a thunderbolt! Where did Chalalonu pull that one from? Look how far out he is! The ball, my, my goodness, who'd be a goalkeeper? Look at the way the ball waved and ducked and bobbed in midair. Completely bamboozled, even a goalkeeper. As experienced as Roman Vinan, follow that is going to be one of the candidates of goal of the year. Merkel Slomka cannot believe it. Charl Hanolo, sixth of the
3: season. Hakon put so much effect on that ball that the goalkeeper didn't know how to respond. It's insane. If you haven't seen it before, you should check it out on YouTube. Here's Hakon and how he became a free kick specialist.
4: I say 50-50 every time. Uh, one is talent, one is working. Uh, I remember when I was in Valt of mannheim I had one coach. It was calling Stefan Gross. Maybe you know the son he's playing in England, Pascal Gross. I know. And uh, he was the coach that he trained with me a lot because of my technique of the shoot. And he say every time you will be the best freaking shooter. Every time you will see if you work hard and I really uh, train with him a lot, and it's like a tennis. If you every time make like a tennis, when you how do you say? Um, you're gonna get used to it. Yeah, maybe. you're gonna used yeah. to it. It's like the it's like the food. Mm-hmm. It's the same. So you have to train every time. And if you have the technique, then the rest is, it 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 will became.
1: So you worked hard hard to make it a habit, basically. Exactly. Yeah, and of course that free kick against Dortmund, like <laughs> I'm still like we also show it to other players. They're yeah. also amazed. Like, uh, what did you think? Like, why would you shoot from there? Like, really? And no. then, and then uh, did you see Klopp's reaction to that? Everybody is like. Yeah, okay, What? Okay, I'm not going to say that word, but the, what, what's going on? What's yeah, this? maybe
4: they're thinking, yeah, 17 guy. what he try now from the midfield? No, you know, it was 2-0 for us, and it was, I think, 8-8 eight eight minutes. Yeah. And normally you play the ball outside to take the time, you know. But I say, come on, let's try. <laughs> you shoot every time in the training to Rene Adla, was our cook, goalkeeper. And uh, behind me was, um, I think, Westermann and uh, Westerman and one guy again. Even they don't believe. I say no, I should, let me. Ah, And close to me was Thomas Rincon. Okay. I said, no, I should, because it to me. If the ball is going to the goal, maybe it's nice. So I do my step backs. I say, come on, no, you concentrate. Then I should really good, you know. And with the ball, that time was tough, fabric, Adidas. The ball is always like this, you know? Yeah. And I really shoot good. Of course, maybe the goalkeeper can hold or not, but I shoot too good that oh, the ball is. For is me, it's really impossible because, I
1: said, like you said, the ball is like changing directions. Exactly. Too much. But I was
4: believing in my shoot, you know, in this time. Yeah. yeah. You still believe, right? Yeah, I still believe. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hakan had a good season at HSV, scoring 11 goals and assisting four. But Hamburg was fighting against relegation. A lot of clubs were interested in signing Hakan, and Hakan wanted to go and play in the Champions League. So, when Bayer Leverkusen made him an offer, he couldn't refuse. This was a controversial move back then. The Haas fans were furious at the time, but Hakan knew in his heart that this was the right move to make for him in his career.
4: Yeah, I had the great, great year in Hamburg, really. I played a good season, I think I scored 11 times, 7 from free kick and everything. And then the uh, director was uh, Oliver Kreutzer. And I had the con- I have, uh, option to go to Leverkusen I, and I told him that uh, I want to leave, I want to play for, for Champions League. That was my dream, you know. And he said to me in that time, yes, but without contract, you know. And I know him from culture, so was we are like friends. And if you tell me some something today, maybe you say, okay, if it's coming offer, you can go. And I was believing him in this time. And then the offer came and he changed his mind, you know, and then I was uh, really shocked because of his reaction. I didn't expect and wait for that. And then I say, come on, I want to go because I have dreams. I'm young so I want to play for Champions League. Then of course the fans every time for the fans is every time the player in a bad position because they don't know really what happened. So then I moved to Leverkusen uh, I had a great time with Roger Schmidt 3 years really we play in a row Champions League. Really nice 3 years in Leverkusen and um, I have a big family there. I know and I'm also in contact with all from there, so time, good, good, good time and good good club.
3: Hakan had four good years at Leverkusen. Then he made the move to AC Milan for over 20 million euros. He got the number 10 jersey worn by legendary players like Rutgelit, Rui Costa, and Clarence Seedorf. After four good seasons at AC Milan, Hakan felt it was time to make a move. That's when, last summer, he made the controversial move to AC Milan's rivals, Inter Milan.
4: Yeah, that move, my, my contract was finishing until the end, so I was in Europe in this time, but my agent, of course, he worked for me. And um, from, I had also four years good time in Milan. I respect everybody. I am good with everybody, so, um, even if you ask here everybody of the social media, I'm in contact with them. I have a lot of friends who I meet every time, so there is no problems. But my why I decide? I decide like this. I, I, I wanted to new challenge of my career, so and I choose with my family this this uh, thing, and I'm happy to be here. And Inter is a big club, and uh, they won last year. The championship, they are playing Champions League. Um, of course, uh, we have a lot of concurrency. They are good players with good qualities. So it's a different uh, choice, but I need uh, a little bit challenge. So I choose this. This is the life. So we have to look forward, not back. And uh, because if you look back, you never get in front. So you have to look forward. But as I said, I'm really thankful to everybody from Milan. You know, I, get, I have a nice time, good guys. And um, so I got from there really good, so I had no problems with them.
1: So after signing Inter, you came here your first day. How was it like and what do you think about the club, the coach, the facilities, the people, social media people? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about Inter, basically?
4: No, Inter was very kind. Uh, All the people are very smart. And I can remember when the coach called me in Europe, I think three, four times, he wanted me a lot to come here. Then Piero as well, our director, he was speaking with me for the club, for the future, what they think, what they want. And um, I know before that Inter was always a strong team because they beat in the derbies more Milan than than, uh, Milan-Inter. So Inter was winning every time more. And I say, "Yeah, I'm in Milan, I know the language, so I can stay in Italy because I love the people because they are similar, you know, like the Italian people, and I say, "Come on, Inter is a good club." Then I spoke with my family about the about this, and they said, directly yeah, you have to go to Inter and I go to Inter." And I came here the first day, it was really nice, but nobody was here <laughs> because I was alone. I came before because the player was playing Europe, the Italian national team, they won because they are staying there. And so day by day, everybody came, so it was very nice. They gave me a big hug, so I was feeling really comfortable. And all the people who work here, they are very kind and really I'm very happy to be part of this team.
1: And who's your best friend? I see you're with uh, Denzel Dumfries and Stefan de Vrij a lot. After
4: the game against Holland, they're not my best friends anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, after scoring go six goals, right? Yeah.
4: No, yeah. I, am, I am good with everybody. But really with Denzel and uh, Stefan de Vrij, I'm really close. Mm-hmm. Because they are speaking Dutch, so German and Dutch is close. Kind of similar, yeah? They understand me, but me, I don't understand them, you know? so <laughs> yeah, it's like, No, but we speak English. No, I am really good with everybody, but these two guys are, I am very close. And what do you think about the coach, Mister Zaga? I know him before when he was in Lazio. He was always inspiring me with this system three-five-two. He plays every time good football, attacking forward. So, and uh, I had great feeling first day when I meet him here, and uh, yeah. Day by day, we train a lot. So I did my first game against Genoa. was a very good debut for me. And uh, I was happy to score the goal and to make the assist because even the Inter fans, they are waiting something. Uh, because they know me from Milan, so I came to Inter. And if you came here, you have to show them something, you know? And this day was very uh, really nice, that I never forget. What do you want to
1: achieve here? in the next three years?
4: Big things, of course. But I don't want to speak uh, a lot because I didn't like too much uh, to talk big. But uh, of course, dreams, I have it. We want to win again the championship. Uh, now we're in Champions League on a good way. We win against Sheriff. We want to uh, look forward to uh, win the other games against Madrid and uh, Shakhtar. And then it's Coppa Italia, that we want to win. Normally, of course, for a player is uh, every time to say we want to win everything. And uh, we have to make it possible, of course. Uh, That's my dreams. If we get a lot of trophies, then I can tell the stories uh, to my kids. Look, in this time I was playing for Inter, I reached this, I reached this. It's nice, but I hope because it's a dream.
3: Hakan signed for three years at Inter Milan. When his contract at the club is up, he will be 30 years old. That's not old, but not young either. And Hakan is a smart guy, he thinks ahead. So he already has started to think a little bit about his possibilities in life after his career as a professional football player.
4: The the time comes to think about it and I want to play. These three years good in Inter, I, will, I want to do a good job for this team, for this club. And uh, maybe I will start with coaching, because I like to coach. is my dream after, or sportive director, like something like this. And yeah, we will see what happens. After three years, maybe if I stay in Europe or go away, I didn't know yet.
1: What does Turkey and being Turkish mean to you?
4: Uh, hard one. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy to describe.
1: Like, just speak from your heart. Yeah, we are, Turkish.
4: we are, the Turkish people are very emotional. They are very emotion. Very, that, yeah. yeah. Too much emotion because they love the country. They are with the blood, you know, like, if something happens, I think they go, you know, they are so emotional, so, I can say only this. I don't know. It's, it's difficult to explain. Uh, we, are, we are living in our tradition. Yeah. You know so much.
1: I understand you. You know, like I understand. It's, it's really difficult <laughs> I to, it's to explain. It's hard to describe. Yeah, yeah, and very emotional. And our my colleagues also here. They know uh, how emotional I can get. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> lose control. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how it is, guys. It was Hakan Jalalov. Thank, okay. thank, well, thank, so thank you.
4: Thank you so much.
3: Matt, I really liked the conversation you had with him. How did you feel about it?
1: I also felt good about it. And like uh, with players, it's uh, it's usually easy because we are 43. They also know who we are. And when they see us, they're happy. Hmm. And with Hakan, it's three plus our friendship. So it made it really comfortable for me as well. And for him as well, I think. Hmm. Uh, and because it was like not something that we always do. It was a bit serious conversation. And I think Hakan also is was more comfortable that I was doing it, you know, I exactly. think he knew me. I'm happy with it as well. And yeah. thank you. Thank you for your nice words.
3: Yeah, man. I, I like that you we got to know a little bit about his background, you know, how he grew up in Germany with his family, what his family was like, you know, his Turkish roots, what it means for him to be to be Turkish and of course how he broke through in Germany and and the somewhat controversial transfer from AC Milan to Inter Milan, of course, uh, and his life now in, uh, in Milan. So I think there was a lot in there.
1: That's a good point. Like people can also see uh, now Hakan's kind of point of view from going Milan to Inter. You know. Exactly. So uh, that's also like good part of the interview, I think, and also. Uh, like he also talked about his feelings from uh, going from Hamburg to Leverkusen as well so that's also that was also a bit uh, controversial, uh, controversial. Yeah. and so yeah it was a good interview and uh, and the questions were your questions so thanks <laughs> to you as well like good job
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good collaboration man thank you yeah. thanks again and uh, let's do it again in the future
1: yeah yeah man I'm, I'm open to it anytime
3: Alright listeners, this was the 433 podcast about Hakan Celanoglu. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. We've got a bunch of other cool stories lined up for you. My name is San Raalte. My name is Matejan Kamber. Alright, on to the next story in the home of football.